0: The information and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of ASRM and its affiliates. These podcasts are provided as a source of general information and are not a substitute for consultation with a physician.
1: Welcome to ASRM Today, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the current topics in reproductive medicine.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Jeffrey Hayes, your host for this episode of ASRM Today. Today I am speaking with Ashwarya Arjunan, who is the Clinical Product Specialist for Carrier Screening at Myriad Women's Health in San Francisco, California. She's here today to discuss the ACMG updated guidelines on genetic testing, including cystic fibrosis screening for gestational carriers. Thank you so much for being able to join us today.
1: Thanks, I'm more than happy to join.
0: So please tell the audience a little bit about yourself, your training, and your practice. Sure, Um,
1: as you mentioned, my name is Ashwarya Arjunan. I am a board certified and licensed genetic counselor. I received my graduate degrees in both genetic counseling and public health uh, at the University of Pittsburgh and my undergraduate degree in biology from Case Western Reserve University. Uh, I currently work as the clinical product specialist, as you said, at Myriad Women's Health, where I manage all of the clinical aspects of our expanded carrier screen. And prior to working at Myriad, I also worked as a pediatric genetic counselor at Lurie Children's Hospital in Chicago and ran the carrier screening program for the Sarnoff Center for Jewish Genetics in the Chicagoland
0: area. So, genetic testing and carrier screening is a part of assisted reproduction. Can you give our audience a quick refresher on what's required and for whom?
1: Yeah, various genetic screens or tests can be used during the assisted Uh, reproductive process, and what someone chooses to do may also depend on their family history. Generally speaking, it's recommended that all individuals or couples looking to start a family be offered preconception carrier screening to identify whether there's an increased risk of having a child affected with certain genetic conditions. Historically, the types of conditions that we offered uh, for preconception carrier screening really depended on the ethnicity of the individual or couple or donor, like screening for Tay-Sachs disease in individuals of Ashkenazi Jewish descent. There are some conditions such as cystic fibrosis where testing has been recommended for all women who are currently pregnant or planning a pregnancy, regardless of their ethnicity. However, with the advent of next generation sequencing, we now have the ability to screen for hundreds of conditions at the same time um, for a lower cost as screening for just one condition. And this is what we now call expanded carrier screening. And in 2017, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists came out with a committee opinion stating that expanded carrier screening was an acceptable
0: screening strategy. Can you briefly describe the difference between testing and screening?
1: Sure. Genetic screening and diagnostic testing aren't the same thing. Genetic screening is measuring a level of risk for genetic disease in the fetus. So screening tests can determine whether the baby is more or less likely to have certain birth defects or genetic disorders which may be inherited, but they can't tell with certainty if the baby is actually affected. A diagnostic test is needed for that purpose. So carrier screening uh, and another test such as non-invasive prenatal screening are examples of screening tests. And these use their screening results along with other risk factors such as a woman's age, a couple's ethnic background, family history, genetic orders to calculate the odds that the fetus might be born with certain genetic disorders such as Down syndrome, cystic fibrosis, Tay-Sachs disease, or sickle cell anemia. Diagnostic tests, on the other hand, can identify many genetic conditions caused by defects in a gene or chromosome. They usually can tell prospective parents with a high certainty whether or not the fetus has a particular genetic problem. Um, Some of these diagnostic tests carry risks to a woman, such as a slight risk of pregnancy loss. And two very well-known examples of diagnostic tests are, are chorionic villus sampling, also known as CVS or amniocentesis. Both of these are considered invasive procedures and involve extracting cells either from the placenta or the amniotic fluid and analyzing the genetic material. And these tests are considered diagnostic and allow us to tell with more certainty whether a fetus is affected with a particular condition.
0: Are there any other common ways genetic testing might be used in ART?
1: Yeah, genetic testing that's more unique to the ART world is pre-implantation genetic testing, and this is where embryos are screened for particular genetic disorders or chromosomal abnormalities prior to IVF. Uh, pre-implantation genetic testing can be split into different tests depending on what kinds of conditions we're talking about, so PGTM, or preimplantation genetic testing for monogenic disorders, is targeted to single gene disorders, such as cystic fibrosis or um, BRCA, which is associated with hereditary breast and ovarian cancer. Uh, there is PGTA, or preimplantation genetic testing for aneuploidy, which is a broader test that screens for aneuploidy in all chromosomes, including the 22 pairs of our autosomes and the sex chromosomes, X and Y. And then there's also PGTSR, or preimplantation genetic testing for structural rearrangement, which involves testing embryos that are at risk for chromosome gains and losses related to um, parental structural abnormalities, such as translocations, inversions, deletions, and insertions. So PGT, preimplantation genetic testing, is definitely um, a type of genetic test that's unique to the uh, ART world and not something that's we see in other fields or
0: areas. So the recommended screening was recently updated by the ACMG. Can you briefly describe to the audience who they are?
1: Sure. Uh, ACMG is the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics. So the membership of ACMG is primarily made up of um, medical genetics professionals, whether it be uh, genetic counselors, medical geneticists, genetic researchers, but then also a number of individuals that, are, um, that work in the genetics field or are interested in genetics. Uh, but they are one of the main genetics folks organizations in, uh, in the states. And in May of 2020, the ACMG released a technical standard update on CFTR variant testing. CFTR is the gene associated with cystic fibrosis, commonly referred to as CF, and is one of the most common autosomal recessive conditions in the Caucasian population, with a prevalence of approximately 1 in 3,000 live births. And both ACOG and ACMG currently recommend carrier screening for cystic fibrosis for all women in the prenatal or preconception setting. Historically, guidelines recommended a core targeted panel of 23 disease-causing variants for CF carrier screening, commonly referred to as the ACMG-23, and these disease-causing variants were most prevalent in those that were Caucasian or Ashkenazi Jewish, but over 2,000 CFTR variants have been reported in the CF mutation database, including variants more common in other ethnicities. With updates in technology, better understanding of disease symptoms, and more robust variant classifications, expanded carrier screening by next-generation sequencing now makes it possible to screen for clinically relevant variants without regard to ethnicity. As a way to ensure that CFTR variant testing for carrier screening and diagnostic testing remain comprehensive, pan-ethnic, and up-to-date, ACOG updated its technical standard to state that comprehensive screening of all exons in CFTR, also known as full sequencing of the CFTR gene, is acceptable for carrier screening. So it allows us to do more comprehensive screening regardless of ethnicity and offer individuals information based on that uh, testing.
0: Is there anything else in the updates that the audience would need to know?
1: Yeah, the major difference with this update is that it allows us for more equitable screening across populations. So if we had looked at the detection rates for the ACMG 23 panel across various ethnicities, you would see the differences in care that someone would receive all because of their ethnicity. So for someone that identified as Ashkenazi Jewish, the ACMG 23 variant panel had a 97% detection rate. But if you were Asian or American, uh, African-American, that detection rate drops to 55% and 69% respectively. But by offering more comprehensive screening via full sequencing of the CFTR gene, those detection rates jump to greater than 98% regardless of what your ethnicity is. So this was actually something that multiple publications had showed prior to the ACMG update. And it's something that we're also seeing on a wider scale, not just with cystic fibrosis. So while this update Uh, that ACMG made is focused on cystic fibrosis specifically, data that's coming out um, from various sources is actually highlighting that we're seeing something similar for all sorts of different disorders. And in the 2019 Genetics and Medicine publication, uh, the study showed that sequencing with deletion-duplication analysis of the CFTR gene allowed Um, that group to identify 30% more at-risk carrier couples and was more effective at identifying cystic fibrosis carriers across ethnicities than the ACMG23 panel. And similarly, another study just published last month showed that 95% of the CFTR variants that they identified in their cystic fibrosis carrier population were outside of the ACMG23 mutation panel. And at 44% of CF carriers had variants that wouldn't have been detected by that standard 23 mutation screen. So, when we look at this for cystic fibrosis or other conditions in general, we think about why this is important and what our goals are with carrier screening. The goal of preconception and prenatal screening is really to provide couples with information to aid in the decision-making process based on their personal values and preferences. But if the technology that we're using is outdated and not doing a good job of identifying at-risk carrier couples, then we're really not providing couples with the information that they need to plan for families. And as we talked about in the previous study, 77% of families use their carrier screening results to make changes to their family planning. So if we're not identifying these at-risk carrier couples, they're not able to appropriately plan um for their future and their future families. So this update and hopefully other future updates uh, to come as well supports that all patients, irrespective of their ethnicity, receive comprehensive cystic fibrosis screening, but just comprehensive screening overall as well.
0: Well I've had the pleasure of speaking today with Ashwarya Arjunan about the ACMG updated guidelines on genetic testing, including cystic fibrosis screening for gestational carriers. Thank you so much for taking time out to talk with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. concludes this episode of ASRM Today. For show notes, other information, and discussions, go to asrmtoday.org.